Hey, shalom. This is Diaries of a Girl in Love with Jesus podcast and I am your host, Felista Christ. Glory, glory, glory. Alright, so our topic today is the reign of death is over. And you're reading from Romans 5.14, Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. Similitude means likeness, in like manner. So, that had not sinned after the likeness of Adam's transgression. Who is the figure of him that was to come? Romans 5.14 Satan became the god of this world because he got it from Adam, Adam, who lost out through disobedience, resulting significantly significantly in the reign of death meaning after adam sinned he gave the authority that god had given him the dominion that god had given him over to satan because of his disobedience remember god had said to adam in the day that thou eatest there of the tree thou shalt surely die genesis 2 17 he was talking about spiritual death spiritual death is the cause of of physical death so you trans uh it starts from spiritual death to physical death so our theme verse says, nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, the law of Moses. But who had the power of death? The Bible says, for as much as then as children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Hebrews 2.14, Satan was actually behind this reign of death because he was the one who was um, the god of death. Now, here's something very interesting that I want you to notice. The reign of death ended at the emergency at the emergence of the law of Moses, for the reign of death was from Adam to Moses. All right. Romans 5.14. Now Hebrews 2.14 to 15 declares, For as much as then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all the lifetime, all their lifetime subject to bondage. All right. Fear of death keeps you in bondage. And this is what we are told. But Jesus Christ came in flesh because the people that he was coming to die for were in human bodies. All right, So he had to come in the like manner of the people that he was going to represent. So he died and defeated death and took back the authority that Satan had. All right. The dominion and the control that Jesus, uh, that Satan ha- had of death. And by that, he freed us from the fear of death. So we are no longer subject to that bondage of fear of death. So they were in bondage, not because death was destroying them, but because they were afraid. The fear of death kept them in bondage, whereas death stopped reigning at the law. This means that through the law that was based on the Abrahamic covenant, any man could have power over death, but they didn't know it. All their lifetime, they were subject to bondage because of the fear of death. All right. I'll repeat. This means that through the law that was based on the Abrahamic covenant, any man could have power over death, but they didn't know it all their lifetime. They were subject to bondage because of the fear of death. Not that death was destroying them, but because they were afraid. All right. Fear was the cause of their bondage. This, how many, think how many people are afraid today. The fear of death keeps people in bondage. But Jesus Christ came to set men free from the, de- uh, from the fear of death. The Bible says, knowing that Christ being raised from the death, 
dieth no more death hath no more dominion over him romans 6 9 and as we said that jesus as it is appointed for men to die once christ already died that means because it was it is appointed we considering the human human life that we are born with into this world it is appointed for every man for man to die once uh, but christ already took that burden he already took our place and died so that we may walk in immortality we may walk in deathlessness all right so the bible says knowing that christ being raised from the dead dieth no more death hath no more dominion over him and if death has no dominion over jesus then it has no dominion over us. But only if we agree to that uh, revelation, if death has no dominion over Jesus Christ and we are the body of Christ, then death has no dominion over us. That is what we are told in Romans 6, 9. Christ is Jesus and his body, the church, the head and the body form Christ. If death has no more dominion over the head, it does not have dominion over any other part of the body. Death has no power over you. Death has no power over you. Death has no power over me because I am in Christ Jesus because I am the body of Christ all right the Bible says you've been brought into life and immortality second Timothy 1 10 glory to God and that is how we ought to live knowing that we've been brought into a life of deathlessness where death no longer reigns but life and life eternal reigns but unless we agree and accept that this is what Jesus did we cannot we cannot walk in the reality of it so my prayer this day is that we may be alive to the death and resurrection of Jesus, the life that he afforded for us that supplants the human life that we came with. Because as we walk, knowing that Christ dwells in us, that the life of God inside of us, then indeed, when we declare that nothing that hurts, nothing that binds, nothing that kills can fasten itself in our body, we know the reason why it cannot harm us, the reason why that disease cannot uh, uh, put us under bondage, the reason why that ulcer or that cancer cannot defeat us is because the life of God is in us. And if God dwells in us, then nothing that is not of God can have life in our body. So let's walk knowing that divine life is at work in us. Immortality and deathlessness is at work in us, not because of our works, but because of Jesus Christ, because of his works, because of his death and his resurrection, because of his righteousness, because he took our place that we may take his place of righteousness. And with that said, let's take the confession. All right, confession. I am fearless for death has been paralyzed completely defeated by Jesus. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? When Jesus defeated death, I was in him. And together with him, I have triumphed over death and the grave. Hallelujah. Father, study. First Corinthians 51 to 57, Amplified Classic. Take notice, I tell you a mystery, a secret truth, an event decreed by the hidden, hidden purpose of counsel or counsel of God. We shall not all fall asleep in death, but we shall all be changed, transformed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the sound of the last trumpet call, 
For a trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will be raised imperishable, free and immune from decay. And we shall be changed. That is transformed. For this perishable part, part of us, must put on imperishable nature. And this mortal part of us, this nature that is capable of dying, must put on immortality. That is freedom from death. And when this perishable puts on the imperishable, and this that was uh, capable of dying puts on freedom from death, then shall be all fulfilled the scripture that says, Death is swallowed up, utterly vanquished forever, in and unto victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? Now sin is the sting of death, and sin exercises its power upon the soul through the abuse of the law. But thanks be to God who gives us victory, making us conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. The other one is Second Peter 1, 2-4. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Shalom. God bless you. I'll see you again tomorrow for hashtag wake up with diaries of a girl in love with Jesus. Shalom. So maybe you're listening to this and you've not given your life to Christ. And you're saying, yes, I want to be born again. I want to be found ready for the master when he comes. I'm tired of being distracted. This is your time of salvation. Please repeat this prayer after me. Oh, Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, son of the living God. I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and his name, I have eternal life. I am born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I am now a child of God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, congratulations for you who has said this prayer today. Congratulations, congratulations. Now, rightfully, you are a child of God. And that means before you were not. But now that you are, we give glory to God. And please reach out to me so that by the grace of God, I'll be able to walk with you. I've given you the details. I've given you my email address. Feel free to reach out. All right. And yeah, so let's continue with the devotional you can email me one more time at felistacross.gmail.com you can find me on instagram at diaries of a girl in love with jesus you can find me on facebook at felistachrist on twitter at felistachrist on instagram at diaries of a girl in love with jesus tiktok felistachrist yeah all right shalom and i look forward to hearing from you congratulations (laughs) 